the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast, and baseball is nearly back. We're knocking at the door. It's right there on the horizon, and we may work in a couple of those wagers on the diamond in today's Fade 5, but all kinds of feel-good sports news out there right now. Lundy, we had low infection rates, only two people in the NHL bubble north of the border. The NBA batting 1,000, nobody came out with a positive test, and we saw at the NFL the initial test 95 in total among coaches and players. Still a pretty low percentage. Hopefully they'll tamp that down, get it under control, and get that sucker down to single digits in time for the start of the regular season. But sports are back. We are moving in a positive direction, and I feel all warm and fuzzy inside. How about you? Oh, I feel fantastic about it. I have found myself, even in the last 24 hours, Brad, I actually was out there. I placed a bet on an exhibition (laughs) baseball game because I figured, hey, (laughs) if you're going to pump in crowd noise, I'm going to pump some money into the economy. And so I did that actually with our friends at DraftKings. I I went on there, just made a simple one on an exhibition game for the Colorado Rockies as you and I sit here in Denver and they get started down in Arlington. But yeah, I'm, I'm into it, man. Even if it's exhibition, I was so happy to see Nolan Arenado launch one over the left field wall. Yeah, and he's somebody right now, I believe, on DraftKings that is 18-1 to win the home run crown crown in this mad dash of a 60-game season for Major League Baseball. Yes, uh, you already tipped the hand. We are presented by DraftKings, and if you want to wager on Major League Baseball starting on Thursday or maybe fire off in the future, you can do so right now. Also, PGA, NBA, soccer, UFC, NFL, and NHL futures all available on DraftKings Sportsbook. All you got to do is download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use the promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN when you sign up. And for a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. It's free money, folks. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook has a sign-up bonus up to $1,000 thousand dollars just enter ftn when you sign up only at draft kings sportsbook which is beautifully designed easy to navigate i'm a big fan of and i will be wagering on a number of different things including all of these offerings in today's fade five number five all right let's start off in the diamond uh the major league baseball season uh first pitch from dr fauci coming out tomorrow between the nats and Yankees, and sticking with a player in that game. How about Aaron Judge to hit the most home runs at 20-1? to 1? I think it's an extraordinary value, Lundy. Uh, this is a player that is healthy. You know, he dealt with the rib setback in the spring, and the delayed start really was a benefit to him. He had a neck injury, too, but the last couple of exhibition games for the Yankees, he's gone yard not once, not twice, but three times. Given his mammoth size, he's got prodigious power. A player that hit 52 bombs in 2017. Bad streamer zips. A lot of these projection services have him anywhere between 12, 13 home runs in this abbreviated season. But if he can get back to the fly ball rates that he had in 2017, which was 43.2%, and given his hard contact rate from last year, which was just over 53%, I think Judge could go bananas here in this short season. Fade or follow? 
I'm going to follow you on this one. And the reason why, something you and I have talked about before, I like looking across these futures bets, and then I like trying to find the guys in the mid-range or even higher range in terms of, of the odds payout. And you talked about him being 20 to 1. Sure, you've got a Mike Trout at 10 to 1. Uh, you've got a Joey Gallo at 10 to 1. Arenado, who you brought up at 18 to 1. But sitting in that 20 mark, that's a good spot for Aaron Judge. And I agree with you with the value. And obviously, he's a big dude. We know how many home runs he's capable of hitting. But if he stays on the field, he stays healthy. He's got a friendly park in terms of hitting those home runs with Yankee Stadium. And I also believe that in this 60-game season, Brad, anything could happen. I think this could get really unusual, and you won't yep. necessarily see a favorite wind up taking the you know the batting title and things like that. I think you're going to see somebody a little bit down the list do it, which means at 20 to 1, I think you're getting a good payoff with Judge. Go yard with the Judge jury and executioner number four all right think of the baseball theme uh let's go to the pitchers and try to unearth some value there we did so with aaron judge at 20 to 1 for the home run crowd but how about jack flaherty of the st louis cardinals at 18 to 1 on DraftKings sportsbook to win the strikeouts crown this is a guy that's 24 years old and he got he's got nothing but gas he had a breakout campaign in 2019 231 punch outs and 196.1 innings pitched. That was good for a 10.59 K per nine rate. Uh, the ground ball to fly ball ratio shrunk for the third consecutive year. And he shaved a full walk off his BB per nine, which was very impressive. So really getting that command. He's got a filthy mid-90s fastball, devastating slider, and matches that with a curve and a change in the arsenal as well. Forced a swing strike on 13.7% of his opponents at bats last season. I mean, simply put, the dude misses bats. And in a free swing division, I'm a Cubs fan. I know those guys like to chase balls all over the place. I think Jack Flaherty could win the race in the strikeouts category this season. Lundy, feed or follow. Oh, toast one at the pub for Flaherty. Let's do it. Let's. Uh, I'll follow you on this one, and here's why. Looking at the other guys, courtesy of DraftKings, we're talking about Garrett Cole, who's at a plus 225. Really, really low number when we're trying to do this. He's the favorite. Scherzer's in there. Verlander's in there. Uh, Jacob deGrom's in there at 10 to 1. But if you can give me 18 to 1, and you actually right there at the tail end, Brad, gave me the, the gave us the reason why I'm actually leaning that way and that is the schedule that's the division that's this regional approach that they're taking to the games and I think that means he's got the kind of favorable schedule that could have him punching guys out and you talk about I didn't even seen that stat you, you kind of knew it from watching but that stat of him knocking a full walk off yeah. per nine that is a big improvement for a pitcher when you talk about either striking it out or getting that ball in play and letting the eight guys or the seven guys behind you do the work. Yeah, Flaherty will be a St. Louis sensation this season. Number three. All right, let's go to the gridiron now. Let's talk about a shining star in Big D. That is, of course, Zeke Elliott. And here is the total, 1,725.5 combined rushing and receiving yards. And I am on the under at minus 110. Look, this is no knock against the skill set of Zeke Elliott, a player who last season had 77.5% of the opportunity share, easily coasted past this number. He's actually done it in three of four years uh, and a player that gets appreciable yards after contact. He was RB13 in the act per attempt according to Pro Football Focus and he's running behind one of the best most rigid offensive lines in the NFL as Dallas was number seven in run blocking efficiency last season but I worry about Mike McCarthy who loves that dreaded RBBC phrase and Tony Pollard is a very adept 
and very serviceable RB2 within this backfield. I think you're going to see an increase in workload for him at a cost of Zeke's overall opportunity share. He's not going to you know, flounder this year, but Zeke, I think, just goes under this 1,725.5 total yards output. Lundy, feed or follow? I'll put him at 1650, so I'm going to agree with you on the under part of this. And you know how much it pains me to agree with you as much as you have. But you know what? Two words, Mike McCarthy. Uh, we right. know we know the RBBC love. We know the fact that in the past, you know, we talk about it from a fantasy perspective. He's hosed up an owner or two, shall we say, when it comes to utilizing the running backs that are at his disposal as a head coach. And therefore, despite all of the talents that Zeke Elliott has, I do believe that you could see a tick down. You could see Pollard be involved a little bit more. I still think Zeke is going to be a beast. You're going to get a lot of yards, but this wasn't about fantasy. This was about an over-under bet, and therefore even with the minus 110, I'll take the under on the number of 1725. I think he's more like the 1550 to 1650 range by the time it's all said and done. Don't bank on Zeke being a freak. Number two. All right, let's go to Western New York and talk about the man of the moment. Oh, it's not Josh Allen. It's Stephon Diggs coming over from Minnesota and bolstering this wide receiver core for the Buffalo Bills. A line, 975.5 yards. And I'm also on the under here at minus 110. Look, you're going from a very accurate quarterback in Kirk Cousins, who was top five last season adjusted completion percentage, to a quarterback that would overthrow Andre the Giant on a flat route. All right, you look at Allen last season. He was QB 30 adjusted completion percentage, QB 46 in red zone completion percentage, QB 33 in deep ball completion percentage, posting just a 64.4 deep ball passer rating. Ugly. Hideous, disgusting across the board. Yes, Diggs is an accomplished route runner over the short to immediate field. Could really bludgeon opponents on those curls, those quick outs, and those slants. But unless Allen delivers the ball crisply and accurately, I don't see how on earth he sniffs 975-plus yards this season. I think he's going to be in the low 900s at best. Can you Diggs it, Lundy? Fade or follow? Not digging it at all. I'll follow you on the under as well. Look, you can be the best route runner in the world, but if your quarterback doesn't know how to get it to you at the tail end of that route, you're in trouble. And I am worried about that with Josh Allen. I don't think he is Tim Tebow-esque, but I do think he's got accuracy issues. And so when you've got an accurate route runner, but an inaccurate thrower, uh, those two things don't mix. That's oil and water. That's trouble. That's a problem. That's 900 yards. We'll take the under. Yeah, I think he's going to be a bust in Buffalo this season. Number one. All right, the top taco today on FTN, and here is the line. It is Leonard Fournette, 850 rushing yards, and I am hammering the living daylights on the over at minus 110. All these people that are talking nasty things about Leonard Fournette need to get a damn clue because this guy was a monster last season. Yes, he only found the end zone three times. There's going to be some positive TD regression there, but on 90.1% of the opportunity share, he sailed past this number, 265 carries at 1,152 yards. Yeah, he's going to shave off a considerable amount of the 76 catches he had last season with Chris Thompson there and the Colorado product, LaVisca Chenault, also in the mix, a multi-dimensional asset. 
but 850 and a half rush yards. You know, Jay Gruden is still going to call Fournette's number early and often, what should be a swan song for him in Jacksonville this season. I understand the offensive line is rickety, but I think this offense as a collective will be able to take a step forward. And I think he's going to hit quadruple digits yet again. Easily a thousand yard season. Of course, I'm assuming that Fournette will play. I don't know, at least 14 games. I think he could actually go over this number in like 12 games, Lundy, based on volume alone. Fade or follow. If I assume he can get a Baker's dozen of games, if he can get 13 under his belt this season, then he should be able to get 900. I'm not quite to the four digits you are. I'm not positive that he gets up over 1,000, but he is the guy that has the opportunity share, and there are not a lot of running backs out there that you can look at that you can say the volume is absolutely there for them. Some of these guys are in a 60-40 split. Some of them are closer to 50-50. But anytime you can see somebody that is, say, north of, say, 67 to 70%, that's somebody you can feel confident about volume, and you always follow the volume. So I will take the over. I, I Again, I'm not quite to the 1,000 that you are, but again, if all I got to do is hit 851, I think Leonard Fournette can do that because that offensive line may stink, but it stunk for a while, okay? Yeah. So he's been productive to Despite that, and I think he can continue to do it. Yeah, quit disrespecting the battering man, Ray, man. I mean, he's got to sail past this number uh, with relative ease this season. And that is a wrap on today's Fade the Noise. Remember to, to follow us on Twitter, would you kindly? Me, at Noisy Huevos, Lundy, at Nate Lundy. And also, please rate and review this podcast. Drop a nice couple of notes in there. We might just read it on air. Until next time, remember... Feed or follow, that is up to you. Feed the noise.